0: Hello everyone and welcome to The Next Gen Talking. We have an amazing special guest with us today, Luke. Um, And Luke will be sharing a little bit more about himself, but equally um, some really, really great stuff on this episode. So I'm so excited to have you on, Luke, and a massive welcome from us.
1: Well, thank you for inviting me on, Deanna. Welcome, everyone. My name is Luke from Formosa Films, videographer based in Cardiff.
0: amazing amazing and we've had a few photographers it's a very popular industry um but what's really unique about yours and something I would love for you to kind of delve straight into is the fact that you are so young and you own your own recording studio so please just share with everyone a little bit of a journey behind your business and equally how it's now got to having your own studio
1: yeah sure so <clears throat> I've always loved being creative and playing around with photos and videos and graphics and drawing, I loved art. And I knew that was what I wanted to pursue in my career. So I uh, done what everybody else does, went to university, done a degree in digital film and TV production, very long title. Um, and then I thought, okay, easy, going to get into the industry, no problem. But that wasn't the case, as all of us found out after we graduated. And I didn't want to start at the bottom and be a runner or a T-boy um, because I felt like, well, I want to be an editor. I want to be a video editor. Um, so I felt a bit deflated, didn't know what to do. Um, but then I was, uh, I joined a digital marketing agency and I enjoyed that for a good couple of years. But I felt like I wanted more and I wanted to pursue my own path um, and I didn't want to be in digital marketing um. so I plucked up the courage literally the beginning of this year to go off on my own uh, in business and um, I actually got um introduced to two fabulous amazing people from Scene of Bounds Jamie and Charlotte who sat me down and asked me what my goals were like my five ten year and the future plans, and I was like, "Well, one of my main goals is to have my own studio space because, um, I want it to be a professional environment where clients can come to me. They can have all the equipment and and feel like their own movie star." And he was like, "Well, how long is that going to take?" And I said, "Well, probably by the end of year five, beginning of like you know the next chapter and into year six onwards." and he's like well why not right now and I was like because I don't have a space I don't really have the money to do it and he's uh Jamie and Charlotte said well we've got a basically a shed next to their offices come and have a look so I took my dad with me because he's an amazing builder and I could see the vision in front of me of having not just a uh video recording studio but it was large enough to have a podcast, an right. editing suite, and a video recording um studio. Um, so many man hours, um, lots of you know borrowing and begging from other people to help <laughs> me with this with this journey. And now I can say that not only do I have my own business, but I have my own studio space wow. um and can help more people now because there's a dedicated place in Cardiff where clients can come with, to, to me, um, do the recordings and, you know, have the movie star experience
0: amazing and that story on its own you know just shows the importance of community um, and just how people can really come together to support each other and as you said you're a really young individual you've had the support from Jamie and Charlotte um, but equally they must have seen some really talent and something in you to be able to you know give you that opportunity and move forward so kind of links on to my next thing I know you've touched upon it briefly saying that sort of elements of your previous job before coming into being your own entrepreneur were not your kind of vision and wasn't something that was for you um I know when we spoke previously you mentioned about kind of being a huge advocate for neurodiversity um so I would love to touch upon that because I think that would be another element to why you know maybe Jamie and Charlotte saw such a shine in yourself as well
1: yeah definitely so um I always knew that I was different and something was not I don't like to use the the, the term normal But i just knew that something wasn't quite right and i didn't really um fit in i loved like being on my own creating stuff and i've never understood like why i couldn't really fit into like certain subjects like history or geography or anything like that because i didn't really enjoy it and it was only until i went to university and in my last year obviously there's an immense pressure you've got to do dissertations and projects and everything else and my tutor Hold me to one side and said, Look, there's something not quite right. I think there's something wrong with you. Wow. And I went, Oh, thanks for that, Timmy. Um, <laughs> what do I mean to do about it? And he's like, Well, I'm dyslexic and I can see certain things in your writing that scream out to me that you might be dyslexic or yeah. have some kind of neuro neuro neurodiversity. And I was like, No, nobody told me that in the past. Like, you know, there's nothing wrong with me. And he's like, no, honestly, like your your work is really good, but you start off well, then you babble because mm-hmm. I get distracted and I'm not really into it. And then your conclusion is amazing again because I get re really hyper-focused. So when he said that, it was like a light bulb moment went off. And that was the same thing that all of my teachers for like media, English, all said the same thing. Starts off strong. It's a little bit weak in the, in the middle because I'm not really... Tying things together because I'm, I'm not interested in it anymore. Mm. Um, and I get refocused and the ending's strong again. So I was like, oh, maybe there's something to this. And I got diagnosed with um, ADHD, dyspraxia and dyslexia. Wow. And when I got my diagnosis, it was like a w- weight was lifted off my shoulders and things fell into place and I, c- I could understand that the feelings that I was feeling of like not fitting in or something was not quite right with me was not entirely true. It was just that my brain was wired differently to everybody else. Um, and that explains like why I was so creative and why you know, certain things resonated with me more than others and why I enjoy um, looking for, you know, um, fixing things in like unusual ways because of like the dyslexia and ADHD part of things. And that's when I knew like, okay, I don't want to be stuck doing like the same job, you know, like over and over again, because that becomes really boring quickly. And I know from like ADHD traits that, you know, we pick up poppies and drop poppies really quickly because mm-hmm. we get bored of them. And that's why um, when I went into the uh, film degree, I was like, this is fun because obviously, even though the process is similar, each outcome is always different. Yeah. And as an editor, you can make that outcome different every single time. You can take like one uh video and change like the music, the color, add elements to it, and it completely changes the narrative, completely changes the genre.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: like, yeah, I can see now, I can see that my ADHD and dyslexia is a superpower and is advantageous for me, not a detriment. Um, because I know like many people I've spoken to, because I'm still learning my mm. neurodiversity, and I'm still um, understanding um, like what works and what doesn't work for me.
0: Of course. Um,
1: because again, like when I was younger, I know that we had a conversation off it that people have like stereotypes or mm. misconceptions around like dyslexia and ADHD um, because I was quite a bright kid in school and had good grades. But I worked really, really hard um, mm. to do that because I didn't want to get in trouble. I didn't want the attention on me. So mm. I would mask and work really hard. But now I know that it is my dyslexia and ADHD and dyspraxia. I'm not so hard on myself and I am open about it. I'll tell everyone I meet that, look, I'm like, dyslexic I'm ADHD. So my emails might like not make sense. It might be like a little bit all over the place. Um, or like I might throw loads of ideas at you and you might get overwhelmed. Mm. But I I try to um use it as my superpower, my strength, because that's what it is. It's helped me get onto where I am now. Um, because I had, like I said, the vision for the studio, but my thought process was oh, it's gotta be like 10 years in the future, not right now. Mm. Um so yeah, massive. Um like uh, what's the word massive supporter for and um this uh neurodiversity and you know like one of my um goals for 2023 and beyond is to um be able to have enough business to come in so I can obviously start looking for staff members and one of my main um things I'm looking for are people who have been in a similar, um, experience to me where you know they may already be diagnosed or undiagnosed, mm-hmm. but they're not having their full potential realised, um, because I think that's what Jamie and Chat saw in me. They could see that oh. um I wanted to go off into business and I have this like entrepreneurial um mind. Like I always come up with like different ideas, mm-hmm. but it was just having somebody believing in me and saying like right, okay why can't you do the studio now? Like, what's stopping you? Like, let, let's come up with um, suggestions and ways that we can get it now and mm-hmm. not, like, in the future. Um, because, you know, many people would just, like, hold off and think, like, oh, I can't do that. Where I'm always, like, let's just try it. Because if you fail, that's not a problem. You haven't failed in life. you just got
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, an experience that you can learn from.
0: Yeah, it's such a lovely thing. And you've covered so much there. And it's so inspiring just to hear your journey but not only that you know i resonate massively um being dyslexic myself and i genuinely believe similar to you it's not something that should hold you back actually there's just different ways of doing things you know and i think the world that we're in today as well there's so many other elements to you know having a business and the way that you can run your business that i think people like us that maybe have different ways of doing things actually sometimes become the best business owners or the best entrepreneurs because we've always had to have that fighting attitude we've always had to find another way to do something because you know maybe for us writing isn't our strength or you know numbers aren't the way that we see things or you know and as you said you've had such great support um in order to get to your dreams so the fact that you then want to continue that and and support other people with uh, Nairo diversity and then allow people to have you know the same opportunities of you you, or give them the space where they can be themselves I think you know just goes to show the, the kind of person that you are and equally that kind of shining bright light that Jamie and Charlotte saw in you as well so yeah a massive massive well done
1: thank you I appreciate that
0: you're very welcome. So you've spoken about your plans, obviously, to have, you know, a big team of people within your studio to help. And not only that, supporting the neurodiversity kind of platform, um, obviously being a really strong advocate for that. Um, where do you see yourself kind of further afield? You know, where do you see yourself in the next five years for you?
1: Uh, it keeps changing because <laughs> I've um, always been an introvert and I still class myself as an introvert um but one of my new ambitions is to keep um the torch going with highlighting neurodiversity and saying that it's a superpower it's not a detriment like you said we can see things that neurotypicals can't really see and come up with like easier ways to approach a certain um like problem um so i would really love to be able to inspire like young um people like going to schools colleges um and really giving them like an opportunity because my sister recently has got diagnosed with adhd and dyslexia herself wow. um, and now she's just like she's went through the exact same boat where you know nobody really um noticed her. she had good grades but she worked really hard for them um like more 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 hard than anyone else because mm-hmm. again she knew that her spelling was like uh, a weaker point. So she mm-hmm. would try to come that and then exhaust herself out. Um, And I've always said to her, you know, before she got diagnosed, like whether or not you are neurodiverse or not, like try and find solutions that can help you. Because, yes. you know, like my greatest example is like Alexa. Everybody knows about smart speakers and Alexa and Siri and all of these things. Well, that started off as technology for, you know, people who, um not, might not be able to um use certain parts of their body or might be disabled physically disabled in some um way or form and this was a great way to communicate with other people mm. um, but now everybody uses it neurotypicals and um, neurodiverse um so i said to her i was like you need to find ways to um understand how, how your brain works whether you like i said you are neurotypical or not because once you understand them and once you can see the potential in yourself then there's no stopping you the world is literally your oyster and you can do whatever you want because again i i luckily had the support around me that people did believe in me Mm. um but then at the same time people are a bit weary and they don't really understand and they're very old-fashioned in their ways and they you know like i remember my parents saying like why don't you stay you know working in the supermarket job and i was like well it's not fulfilling to me and mm-hmm. it's not it's not um it's not feeding my soul mm-hmm. and I want to be creative and inspire other people and I can see like now my sister's flourishing in her uni degree now because she has been diagnosed and she's like, Yeah, I completely understand where you're coming from now, Luke, because I understand it now. So that's mm-hmm. what I want to do. I want to be able to long way round <laughs> <yeah>, back <laughs> to your question. Um <laughs> I would love to be able to, like, tell younger people that you're not on your own, you know, there's nothing wrong with you, you're not a naughty child or a bad child, Mm. you just need to understand that your way of learning and doing things is not the same as everybody else. And Mm. once somebody gives you that opportunity and chance, you will flourish.
0: Amazing. And what a place to start, you know, being on Next Gen, we will definitely look back on this and just say, you know, when you're speaking and being a massive influencer out there for those that have similar relationships and similar journeys to you just having that place to reach out um luke a massive massive thank you for being on next gen episode it's been so lovely to hear your story but equally to hear your passion and your driving force in order to continue your business journey um i have no doubt you're going to get everything that you kind of put in you know you're such a hard worker as you've mentioned and it just goes to show with the the humbleness that you talk upon as well and wanting to continue to help others and support others um so a massive massive thank you for those that were listening and maybe you've connected or resonated with Luke you want to reach out in any way we'll put all of his information of how to get in touch with himself either you know within the video space or maybe speaking a little bit more about the um, the neutral diversity and, and all of that element. I'm sure Luke will answer any questions, go through anything or direct you into the right place and have a support system there um, moving forward. So Luke, again, a massive thank you for being on Next Gen. I'm Deanna, this is Next Gen. See you all next week.